Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Reset Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Munoz, CEO of the Experience Agency, D-Flash. Each week, I bring on a different business leader who's doing some game-changing work. And as we all navigate this really unusual time during COVID, it's really important to figure out where we, where we, do, where we are now and where do we go next. And so I'm so excited to have Randy Levin, who's a transitional life expert, um, help figure this stuff out and, and help us guide us along the way. It's going to be a great conversation. Take a listen. Hey, Randy. Hi, Laura. Thanks for having me. Sure thing. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Summer is one of my favorite seasons, so I'm staying really focused on that. It's a nice day. So, uh, well, you know, it's indeed it's um, it, it summer is still my favorite season, and especially in New York. And even though it gets to be so hot, like it was yesterday with like 90 degrees. I still love just the energy of summer in New York City, even when we're in the middle of a global pandemic. <laughs> so that I, I agree. I, I think people just tend to get out and express themselves differently. There's, um, you know, kind of a there's a there's a different vibe to summer than any other season, and and I really do like that. You know, even even in a 2020 version of it, absolutely. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So even though we're in this very unusual time, the podcast stays the same. And so the first question stays the same. So Randy, what was your first job? Well, my very first job would be babysitting, um, which I think counts <laughs> for a lot, you know, kind of, kind of leads you forward when you're leading and, and being responsible for, for someone else, particularly someone exactly. who's a family member. Um, but then in the real world, um, it was always in the early days uh, in retail. Um, and uh, my first better part, of my first two decades were in fashion buying and merchandising um, in corporate. And so I had all those, you know, jobs and sales, et cetera, and then management leading into, you know, buying and all of that. So yeah, definitely focused on that. And, and always fashion's always been a, a, a passion of mine um, and still is. Awesome. And what did you learn from all that? Like what not to do and, <laughs> and who you like and who you didn't like? Well, what not to do, but also, you know, to, to express yourself certainly. Um, and I think that the jobs that I had along the way really helped me to, to lead, to better manage myself even, you know, and I, and I think that we don't really appreciate that sometimes. We think that we're leading teams or we're leading other people or we're, we're leading decisions that affect the outside world, but there's a lot of growth that happens inside as well. And I think that those particular jobs were very good with that for me, uh, particularly in that window. So, yeah. Awesome. So how do you go from being the fashion and, and merchandising side of the universe to becoming a transitional life strategist? Like, how does that happen? What's that journey like? We reset. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's but what we both. do. Oh, wow. Yes, it's the, the, it's the third chapter I'm aware of anyway. Um, yeah, so I spent that time in, in corporate, and then when I had my children, I decided that I was going to stay home, and I thought the stay-at-home piece was going to be short-lived, um, and it wound up being a much longer time. One child became two children, and, and that did become a little bit of a niche for me in those years, and what I wanted in all of it is, is, is really to form something that was my own. I wanted to have that give back to others, and 
um, really stepped forward into owning my own business and being an entrepreneur. And it really was a complete 360. But based on what I believe true for everyone is that we're experts in our own lives. We're never really starting over, even when we're starting over, we're kind of starting from that midpoint, bringing that sizzle reel of all your skill sets, all the things you're good at forward. And so I thought I was going to go back to school and get my master's in social work. Um, and I started to research all of that and coaching kept coming up. And I started researching coaching. I'm like, wait a minute, that's it. So I went back to school and hit the ground running, um, started having clients before I'd even taken my first, my first class. Um, wow. And I haven't looked back and I'm in year seven now. And um, complete fit to who I am and, and what I do. It gives me a, a platform not only to support women and, and entrepreneurs and founders and in transitioning and, and moving forward in their own lives, but it also gives me a place to have a voice um, in written word, in podcasting, on stages, um, which is something that I really enjoy uh, being a thought leader in. And um, yeah, so it, it's been a really interesting journey. And, you know, I'm, I was my own first success in reinventing, if you would, um, uh -huh. at any age. I mean, for me, you know, this happened, you know, in my 50s. And, you know, it, it would be really easy to look at it and say, okay, well, no, I'm too old for that. Or who's going to take me seriously? Or you know, any one of the other 3,000 excuses that could have come out of my mouth. And I think for a long time, I had a lot of those excuses. Somewhere in my brain, um, years ago, I kept waiting for a partner. I'm going to find a partner. We're going to start a, I don't know. <laughs> and, you know, it was, it was a lot of those things that, that we lock into to how we're thinking. Um, and as soon as I freed myself of it had to be a certain way or a certain thing, I was like, okay, there's a give back here. There's a business here. There's something I want to start. I know I have traction in something here and what is it? And then, like I said, starting out thinking, okay, I think it's this. And then the research of bringing that down to something that, that does fit and is right. Awesome. And, you know, I think, you know, there's, there's a lot of chatter around coaching and life strategy and helping people figure out where to go next. But a lot of folks don't even know where to start. So what are some of those tips for you to say, like, here's, like, here's when you should call Randy? <laughs> well, first of all, there has to be an awareness. You, you have to know or sense that something's changing. When, when everything was changing for me in this reInvent, it was on a physical level as well. I was eating better. I was exercising more. I was losing weight. I was thinking differently. My conversations became different. This is even before I, I decided I was doing this. Um, there was an awareness that I was changing. I was evolving. Um, and so I think that awareness has to be there. That's, that's the first piece. And then the second piece is really to know that you want to do the work, whatever that is, because none of this, you know, whenever you're reinventing, whenever you're turning and twisting and pivoting in some way, there's work involved. You know, it's not necessarily a straight line, you know? Um, so there's things you have to learn. There's things you have to do differently. There's choices you have to make. So you have to be in a position where you're ready to make those choices um, consistently. And, and those are really my best clients, the ones that come, you know, ready to work and, and to really dig in and, you know, get the results in the moment for the, the choices and decisions that they, they can empower and, and make now. 
Um, so yeah, absolutely with that. And, you know, I think a lot of it is also thinking about what you want your legacy to be. And for me, that was a big turning point is thinking about, okay, so I'm in my fifties. What's my legacy? You know, I'm, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a this, I'm a that, but what do I want that legacy to be? And then I realized, wait a minute, it's not about 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 50 years down the road. It's about what I do right now. So what do I want to do today to create and drive that legacy? And those are the types of things I work with people on. It's really carving legacy, meaning taking action on the things that mean something to you in the current moment. Yeah, I think that's so cute. You have to sort of, one, be accepting of it all and be like, okay, now I want to do this. So yeah. what happens, so what happens if I, you go, yes, Randy, I totally want to do this, but then you get into it and then you get stuck. Like, I think for some folks, you know, we had this conversation last week when we were doing a, our Inkwell conference. It's like, when do you know when to either say hi to, say goodbye to a coach or you've hit that, you've hit that moment where like you've gotten what you need? Yeah. Well, I think that at some point everybody feels stuck in something, whether they're working with a coach or not, because that's where fear is, you know, that's where excuses come up, you know, that's where it gets a little tougher and, and, and harder to climb a little bit. Um, so the best thing you can do when you feel that is, is not to run from it, but actually to, to lean into it a little bit, because on the other side of that fear and that excuse and that feeling like you're climbing uphill is the thing you most want. And so often I tell people that it's, you know, it's really the emotion that's going to come from working together. You know, I'm not coaching your story, not coaching your business per se. I'm coaching the emotion that's behind all of that. The stories you tell yourself, the stories you don't tell yourself um, so that you can take those actions more freely. Um, and so making those decisions, you know, there are people that, you know, everybody's different and every coaching relationship is different and there are a lot of coaches out there. Um, you know, so you wanna find someone who resonates with you uh, and um, really aligns with the things that you wanna move forward in, in a way that feels pleasant to you, in a way that you wanna show up for those sessions. Um, and usually, you know, it's, it's, it's always a package and it's always a, a set, time that people work together. And for some people, you know, you could work together for a few months and coaching moves quickly and they're done. They've, they've, they've you know, conquered the thing that they, they signed up for. They've met that goal. They're on their way. They're taking action. For other people, they're taking action. They're like, wow, this is great. I'm actually doing what I said I was going to do. I want to continue this. Um, so it depends on the person whether it's enough at, at a specific point in time or whether they want to continue or go away and come back. Um, and that's individual. Interesting. You know, I, I, I've had my coach for about three years. Yeah. Um, and part of the reason I got him was because having been an entrepreneur at that point for about seven years, when you're not in corporate anymore, when you're accustomed to getting like reviews and feedback, like you need somebody who's a disinterested party to be like, so here's your universe. <laughs> yes, exactly. Let's have a chat about it. And it's a totally different thing. Like if you go out to lunch, well, in the old days, if you go out to lunch or What's that? Get into a phone <laughs> conversation with a friend, you know, they're going to instruct you as we all do so helpfully. Oh, have you thought of this? And did you do that? And could you do this? And, 
you know, all of that. And you may be like, oh, that's great. And you go home and you sleep on it. You wake up the next day and you probably don't take action on it because it didn't really come from you. And so through coaching, we reframe things, we ask lots of questions, we do lots of visioning. And so all of those variables help somebody to see things differently, to shift perspectives and to have someone that's partnering with them, um, recalibrating with them, if you would, uh, in a meaningful way. So it's not just somebody throwing their ideas at you, it's somebody who is trying to get those ideas from you so that you're creating that path for yourself and taking action on it. And, you know, I think obviously right now people are, are home. A lot of folks have lost their jobs or they're sort of on furlough or they're just actually taking stock of it and being like, actually, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. So what are some like good tips and advice you give for folks who like right now during COVID are trying to figure out, okay, how do I, how do I get through this? Like the rest of the year, because what I thought I'd be doing in 2020 versus what has actually happened in 2020 are totally different. And that's affecting my life, my work, and everything about me. Well, I think it's really important to figure out where you are, meaning, you know, where are you the expert? Because we're all the expert in our own lives and, and CEOs of our own lives, whether it's the business side or the professional side. And a lot of that, you know, you're 360 degrees. It all echoes. It all plays one off the other. So assess where you're at. Where are you the expert on you? What are those skill sets that you bring to the table uniquely in this moment? What are the things you really love to do? Um, what are the things you always said you would do? And really take a look at what comes up. Actually make lists of these types of things, the skill sets, the things you're good at, the successes you've had, um, and take an inventory. Really take a look at what what is coming from you when you write down these things free flowing don't you know get caught up in the word that you use or you know giving yourself a pat on the back or something this is this is really exploratory and then really see what are those those ideas those skills those those um, the expertise that shows up things that you're good at and where can you take some steps forward even though it may be something completely different uh, from what you're doing, where can you add on to your expertise right now? It's not, we're not looking to erase what we've done. We're looking to add on to it. And I think very often people, I work with a lot of people who come out of corporate and that are doing that, taking that side hustle forward or becoming founders. And, you know, it's always kind of like, well, I'm starting over. And it's like the little kid who's learning to ride the bike. And so we yes. immediately go back to being six or seven years old and, oh my God, the training wheels are coming off. We're going to fall off the bike. What's going to happen? We have the helmet on. Like all the stuff that goes through our heads. What happens if instead of being the little kid, we start from where we are, meaning we've got how many years, decades of experience in different things. You know, we've conquered this. We've led that. We've managed this, you know, um, personally and professionally. What are those things we already know how to do? And then where are we adding on to that? Not erasing what was and starting over, but adding on and, and building out that brilliance, building out that legacy. So I think it's a different mindset, if you would. And I think that's one of the, the best mindsets we can take right now because it brings you back to the moment to ask, well, what can I do? Or conversely, if this were 2030, 
Laura. And we were looking back at <laughs> ah! from, I don't know, from the Jetsons, from wherever we're flying around in our spaceships. Um, what do we want to be able to say that we did? And what would it take for you to do those things now? even in the smallest little way. We don't have to complete the task now. We don't have to get it perfect. The website, we don't have to wait for the website to be up. We don't have to wait. What are those things we can do where we can start or maybe get a board of directors of best friends or business associates? You know, where can you start that thing that just seems right to you now versus waiting for 2021 or waiting for the pandemic to be over? Um, you know, and I think we, we go into that waiting mode and then we're stuck. Yeah, it's like there's, there's little moments right now that I think, you know, I think for some folks, it's just such a hard time and they're like, I can't see past the future. And I mean, I think I use myself as an example right now. I'm like, I feel for me, as insane as that has all been and, you know, it has drastically affected my business as I own an events company. Um, and you know, a lot of folks are like, what are you going to do? And, and my response is, well, the first time in seven years, I'm actually home. <laughs> so I actually have time to think, mm-hmm. so I'm usually just doing. And mm-hmm. now that I have some time to think, I've actually thought of some really cool things, um, uh, that we have added to our service offering that, you know, that I've actually been able to do because I actually had time to do it. And right. so, you know, it's very much sort of reframing what you're up to now and how that can be helpful to you in the future. And see where you've added on. And you were just telling me about the conference that you just did online. And that's an add on to a ser- services you already did in a whole different light. So it's, you didn't have to start over and say, okay, well, I'm going to have to become a tech you know, guru and I'm going to have to this and that. You did it. You said, hey, I've got the skill set, I have the contacts. I know how to do this. Let's see what happens. I'm going to create it. Right? And yeah, that's where and the just magic is. is. Where do you add on to something you're doing and just take that step, you know, and, and, and let it be and see where you're at then. Then you reevaluate it. So it's, it's what you can do in the smallest increments in the current moment and bring energy to because we don't have energy for the future. We could stick goals out there, but it's not real, particularly now, who knows, right? And there's no energy in the past. So we can all look back and say, we want our lives back. Okay, that's great. But the only energy we really can control and do something with is the one in the 24 hours we're in. So if we can, you know, be our creative best and step into the add-on of, of our expertise, that's where the transformation is. And, and that's where it's easier to grab hold of something when it feels like it's really hard to do so. It's, it's so true. So I've got a question for you. So you as the transitional life strategist, have you had a moment in, where you've been like, well, wait a minute, maybe I should think about transitioning to do something different. Like, have um, you had, where has that challenge been for you? Yeah, so not, not different as in, okay, now I'm going to invent rocket ships different. Um, But early on, like when this first started, um, you know, to be an an issue in March, um, I said, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's really been, and what my buzzword for for 2020 going in, thinking it would be this grand new decade, uh, was about community. You know, how can I grow community? How can I reach community? Always a big networker, always out there with stuff. And so immediately my head said, community, how do I build that? And so 
it's not like it's not people that I know for the most part, but it's bringing them together in a different way. And so I developed um, a group, a virtual group called the Recalibration Network, and it's housed in Facebook um, as a Facebook group, if you would, but it has these beautiful, unique little Zooms that are part of it, recalibration circles, that are different because they're anchored in a word and everyone has a different word. So we may be talking about success or we may be talking about love or we may be talking about leadership, right? Um, and I will kick it off with you know five or 10 minutes of content just to set the tone. And then I turn it back to whoever's on that particular Zoom call. And so everyone speaks, everyone connects. People are doing business with each other. People are physically meeting each other for coffees in different places. And it's just been this beautiful um, flow of community. And there's 405 people in there now. Um, and it's, it's just been a really nice um, give back for me in a, in a leadership st stance, but also um, in you know, really finessing and adding on to what I do because I didn't have an online platform that was set like that before with with the group and a continual flow of, of ideas and so really establishing um, not only myself as a thought leader but a place for other people to have voice and, and that's I think what sets it apart a little bit it's, it really is very collaborative awesome that's very very cool and it's and it's and it's something that you sort of add on as you're in this unique time yeah uh, so you know, uh, of doing all this work and looking after all these people, Randy, what are you doing for your self-care? So pretty much a lot of the things that I did before we were in um, 2020 mode, um, I do exercise every day. And so I've, I've stayed with that and I try to get that done early in the day because I find that the day, you know, starts to take over. So that's a give back I give to myself in the morning. Um, now that it's beautiful outside, I'm, I'm um, not in the city right now. And so I'll go outside and um, sit outside and have my coffee and kind of start my day kind of clearing my head, setting, setting the tone for the day, if you would. Um, and something I was discussing with you earlier too, is that we're in summer right now. And what would I normally be doing in summer in a normal year? And what was I supposed to be doing? A lot of travel, you know, which is give back time for me and exploration time for me. And so if I'm in staycation mode, you know, where can I have those days so that, you know, I'm not necessarily showing up on five days a week for my business or seven days a week for my business. So I'm, I'm peppering in those, those Mondays and Fridays and trying to do like a great vacation walk or, um, you know, power walk or hike or, you know, something along those lines. But sometimes I don't have something big planned for those days. It's just power down time or family time or, you know, just something where I can feel like it's a gift to me. And I think it's important to, you know, stay on top of that because it's so easy to let um, the Zooms take over and let the moment take over or let the television set and the news take over. And I think we need to move ourselves back from that a little bit and make sure that we're giving back to ourselves. Yes, we absolutely have to do that. Because otherwise, you know, what ends up happening is you're just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's heavy. It's heavy. And you're, and you're on the, and you're on the computer and you're like, wait, 
it's nine o'clock already. When did I not get up to eat? And what? Uh, not only <laughs> that, Laura, but you know, we go from the computer screen to the phone screen to the TV screen, and it's you know, we're in this one-dimensional reality for a lot of it now, and um, it's you know, it's rough. Our eyes hurt. It's it's exhausting on a whole different level. So whether you're going out in nature, going out in the park, meeting a friend, you know, at a distance for something you know, whatever that is, we've got to make sure that we stay on top of that because it's really easy for that to kind of slide away. Um, so it's got to be meaningful. It's got to be on your calendar. It's got to be meet a meeting you have with yourself. And that's what I literally do. Like if I cross a Friday off, it's, you know, kind of, I, I, I write on top meeting with me. And then that, I know that that Friday, I'm not scheduling calls, podcasts, clients, you know, whatever the heck it would be. Um, and it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, yes, in a perfect world, would I, would I be, you know, in the Hamptons and in Europe and, you know, doing something wonderful, hopefully. Yes. And I can't do a lot of those things now. Um, but I can give myself back that 24 hours or, you know, use it to rejuvenate or to read or to do something that I like, um, in there that isn't necessarily work. Well, that's okay. It's not work. I think that's the thing that we have to remember that this we can't keep doing all this work and expecting the same results. So we don't no. take care of ourselves. You will not have yourself. No, <laughs> like, it's really easy to burn out now in particular because we're all feeling the heaviness of the world right now and, and all the things that are going on that, you know, seem somewhat out of our control and wanting to bring that control back. That's a way to do it. You know, whether that's exercise every day, whether it's eating differently, whether it's showing up with, with friends, whether it's virtually or in person, um, you know, any way that we can bring that back in some way is a way that we can control today. Awesome. And, you know, I think that's, that's so, so very true. And, you know, one of the fun things about having this podcast is I get to ask folks if they have a give or an end or an ask to the audience. And I feel like you're going to have something really good. So Randy, <laughs> uh, what is your give and or ask of the audience? I have both of those. Of course I do, Laura. Of course you do. See, I knew it. I can always tell. So my give is to, to really invite anyone who's listening in into my virtual community called the Recalibration Network. You can just look for it on Facebook or you can look um, on my website at randylevincoaching.com. It will pop right up and you can click on there and ask to join. It is a free network. Um, there are these exquisite Zoom circles and uh, candid conversations that are part of it, um, basically weekly, uh, having guests come on now. And there's always different folks to meet, different people, like-minded, intelligent conversation and networking and content and a safe space to be. So that for sure is my give to everyone. Um, and the, the ask is, you know, if, if you, the listener, or anyone you know is in transition right now in a way that they want to do something in the moment about that, please connect them to me at randylevincoaching.com or on my website, um, you know, um, and, and I'd love to get in the conversation. I have a little Let's Talk tab on my website and uh, they can open that up and uh, structure a conversation that way. Um, also, anybody who's got um, an event where they need a speaker, I, I speak about the soft side, if you would, of leadership and success. Um, and you know, getting past those fears and really designing a day and a life that you love. Um, so that's, 
that's kind of my give and my ask. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Randy. It's such a delight to chat with you. Um, you know, you always have wonderful insights. And I think you'll help a lot of folks who are, you know, in this really unique period for we all are experiencing where it's like, what in the world? <laughs> so, it's true. Uh, so thank you. So thank you so very much. And we'll put um, all your details in the show notes so that folks can reach out to Randy to join her virtual community as well as hopefully maybe potentially become a client as well. Absolutely. Thank you, Laura. Thank you so very much. And that is our show.